Hey guys, we're back. Recaps on the run. It's me, Cher. It's me, Andrew. We're running already. Welcome back to our favorite trail. It's a little cloudy today. It's not too cold. It's overcast, yeah. Hopefully we have a nice quiet run. Not too many distractions or visitors. I'm feeling a little bit better. Hopefully yeah, we could... Cher's still sick. <laughs> put we a little both, bit more effort, yeah. though. We both started some new workouts. Our bodies are real sore, so... Yes, trying to, gonna, trying to get in shape. Gonna push through it still. And today, we're gonna be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, episode 3. Orboros. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And I actually don't even know what the title is in relation to. I'm sure it's a city. Think? Did I mention it? I'm not sure, actually. I don't, I don't recall them mentioning it at all. But or maybe it was where they stopped, so we'll just do a quick jump. Yeah. So. We're a little late for this episode, so we're yeah. just going to do a quick one for this. Yeah, well, this, we definitely watched it. I actually watched the after show as well, so... Just a quick recap. Just high level. What happened is... This is the episode three where, you know, they just took away, took off from the ranger station and came across wreckage on the beach. Alicia saw oh, it. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> all of the luggage strewn about and she thinks it's so urgent. Mom, mom, look at what I found on these binoculars. Yeah. So basically the episode is babysitter. <laughs> Salazar. Uh, Salazar. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. All the kids. Okay. Wait, wait, so let he me, takes them to the beach. I don't remember the That's exact no. order of it, but I just want to go to this scene where Salazar is talking to his daughter Ophelia and for some reason he won't let her get medicine from Madison. Oh my gosh. It doesn't make it's any ridiculous. sense. ridiculous. We take care of ourselves. Pride. Yeah. I can't oh. let your sister daughter who needs meds. It's infected. Ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> let me go search these, all these random luggages for some kind of medicine. Yeah, so... That was kind of unbelievable, but before we even jump to that, let's kick off how the episode started, where we see some strangers on a raft, inflatable raft, if you recall. Oh yeah, that's right. So we start with, there's a girl, very kind of dominant Asian chick, who's actually from New Zealand, um, helping someone on board this inflatable raft. He's uh, super burned up. Yeah, if you've been watching the commercials from Fear the Walking Dead or the, the regular Walking Dead series, they've had... It's tied to the webisode. Short, short, maybe minute-long episodes. Online. Yeah, but it's during the Walking Dead commercials, too. You probably fast-forward to them. No, I I've actually haven't seen any of them. They're, they're basically called Flight 462. They're about a part time of the outbreak on an airplane, so... Yeah, so what's been happening during... Did you watch it? No. So go, yeah, watch, well, go I watched, watch it. It's like 14 minutes I long. watched it, but... Um, watch the whole thing. I mean... Remind... Yeah, they were playing at one of the commercial breaks during the Walking Dead series. They'll play a one minute long episode for each... Um... Yeah. Flight 462, and then they all add up to one 
about 15 minute Great long storyline yeah yeah and basically oh, in that lizard. um it's, we see that girl I don't, a, do you know, do you know the, the guy's name I Jake, feel like it's Jake 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 we'll call him Jake <laughs> okay this is a segue into the web so give a recap of that all right so basically again Jake. basically again <laughs> he's Jake, on a plane Jake gets on a plane he gets a call from his mom and who didn't make the flight yeah. she basically the flight was full did you watch it too yeah I watched okay. it yeah go ahead then <laughs> <laughs> I watched it after I realized that it was a tie into the actual Fear of the Walking Dead so 462 Jake's on the plane he's texting with his mom she didn't make the flight you know he's asking if she's okay he calls her sounds like there's ruckus in the background she's basically saying just go me and your dad will meet you there at the same time we see this chick kind of take her seat in front of him she looks very distrustful doubtful. he has a mysterious you know has her RBF on really hard she's looking at all the passengers you know, it's a very much a normal flight. Um, seems pretty standard. Um, Until someone gets sick or yeah, then goes to the bathroom. Across the aisle, one of the passengers gets sick. You know, he's coughing up. She's looking very worried. He goes to the bathroom, doesn't come out. Basically, he turns in the bathroom. Turns into a walker. We're, we're stuck on this basically word now. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's going to be the worst day. That's, a, that's the drinking word for for today. But he turns, he tries to attack his wife, he tries to attack the ranger who's on board, he tries to attack the flight attendant. Yeah. And so what ends up happening yeah. is uh, we find out the girl, do you remember her name again? I feel like in the episode it's Alex, but I, I think the web is Okay, so different. Alex eventually kills some walkers. Well, only uh, him. Well, him the, originally. The flight marshal shoots out a window and the plane goes down and the it's a, well it's actually the plane that Nick saw going down in season one, one. yeah, yeah so, the walking dead. Definitely so the whole plane goes down and what we're seeing now in Fear the Walking Dead episode 3 no no well they end up on a raft oh yeah I see, I see. they end up on a raft um and they Jake, is Alex Jake Alex a couple other people who end up two other guys yeah they end up dying later but so, Stayed in the right of the yellow line. Frank <laughs> almost got nailed by a bicyclist. Yeah, so Jake's in bad shape. Yeah. And Alex is. We learned Alex is a badass and yeah, saves pretty him. Pretty much the Carol of everything right now. Yeah, so there goes your Flight 462 recap. <laughs> and it's interesting, Basically. Just, just to tie back to the 462, the reason that she feels so protective of this guy that she doesn't even know. She feels kind of responsible because she took the last seat on the plane. Oh, yeah, that's so, because Jake's yeah. mother missed. So she's like, I'm sorry, you should heal your mom right now. But can't say it enough. She definitely knows something's up. She knows how to kill them. She knows how to deal with them. She knows that people turn once they're bitten, infected, or once they die. So this girl knows something's up. Don't know how, but yeah. she's, she's in the know. So that's a setup. And. Fast forward back to episode three. So, in the first scene, she's on the raft protecting Jake, kills a few people, then we jump to the Abigail. And again, the decision for the crew, not even the whole crew, the kids, Nick, Chris, and Alicia, to go on, go to shore with Salazar. To yeah, while the, boat, while the boat is 
um, uh, stuck. Oh, that's stuck a good point. Yes, <laughs> because they stalled in the water. That's actually the the main first part reason that we why see. they. Yep. And why they come to a stop? Which and Travis. Go ahead. Oh yeah, Travis. Oh, well, Travis is fixing guy. it. This guy's so crazy. he found a use. He he's crazy. He volunteers to go under the boat to check what's going on there. He volunteers to fix the boat. This, oh yeah, I'm God. glad. He's useful now. He's just too much. Like, I don't know. How do you, like, look out for you? And, I, and back to Travis. Him and Madison have the strangest dynamic. Even that opening uncomfortable scene with them in bed and trying to get some kind of rhythm, even though they were caught blocked eventually. But it's just hey. uncomfortable. I, I can't tell if it's... No chemistry or just I think maybe they're overly just realistic. Apart eventually. Yeah, exactly. So it's either bad it's chemistry or tremendous acting because yeah. you could feel the tension. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to get together, but the world is pulling them apart. Because they have such conflicting points of view, which I think becomes more and more evident throughout this episode. We're just seeing that huge rift that they believe different things. I mean, you know, he did kill his ex-wife, so. They both, I'm sure, are dealing with some trauma and stress with this new world. So, anyways, let's jump back to... Yeah, the to boat's stuck. Travis is trying to fix it and... Oh, wait. The boat is stuck because there's a dead body in the filtration system, which is pretty disgusting. And that dead body just happens to be one of the passengers from that inflatable raft. So, we know it must have been Alex killing that guy for threatening her. He was basically saying it's him or me. And she took care of business, so welcome back to that guy. Whew. Heading up a hill now, guys. Big hill up here. If you need a stretch, if you need to grab some water. I don't think you need a stretch or grab water. <laughs> it's only us. Unless of you guys are as sore and as sick as us today. So, um, back to the boat. I think, let's talk about Travis's interaction with Strand, which I thought was hilarious when he went down to the bottom of the boat and was kind of fixing the infiltration. The infiltration, the filtration system, with Strand really urging him and pushing him to move fast, kind of really brisk and brusque with him, and then kind of the end, he's like, you know, I'm not being that nice, it's not my strong suit, just fix it, please. Like it was just so hilarious to me, loved that. Well, yeah, he. But then, uh, yeah, he he explained to Travis that he values him. Yeah, I just, I just love how he knows he just, it's not his strong suit. And it, even what he said, pretty please, just blunt. fix the goddamn boat. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, loved it. Perfect delivery. Yeah, that's what I like about his character. Perfectly blunt. He, he says what needs to be said. Doesn't try to sugarcoat it. Yeah, definitely. So, again, while the boat is stuck in the water, that's when the kids decide to go on board. I thought it was so interesting how, really it was Alicia's idea, and back to Salazar, his kind of mentality when he's like, the girl is right. Like, who's, who would ever say the girl? Like, not even mention it by name. It's, it's kind of, like, dismissive <laughs> and, like, looking down, like, the girl is right. Like, you can't even say her name. And it's just a ship from when his daughter, Ophelia, was asking for her to go on board for her to say, Felicia, get me something something that doesn't look crazy, you know? Something that's not, what did she say, geriatric cheek. Nick's like, what's wrong with that? Another classic kind of comedy moments and it's very rare moments of humor so I, I appreciate those little zingers yeah so Salazar Alicia Nick and Chris I don't know why three kids get to go <laughs> to land with the one 
one supervisor that doesn't. Oh my gosh, it's not even. Doesn't even kids. care about them. He doesn't even care about anything. He doesn't even say their names. Come on, the girl, the boy, the other boy. He's very much caring for himself. So, want <coughs> to so go back or sprint? Let's go back a little bit. Okay. Let's pull Turn around, guys, and back. Running to into a few other joggers. Spoiler episodes. So what do you think about that? That all so. Jumping back to Flight 462, what we're seeing is the aftermath of that plane crash because that's all the luggage we see on shore. Tons of bags, tons of wreckage. You know, they start picking through. What did you think? Gold mine? Absolutely not. Uh, not bad idea to go on shore? Maybe it wasn't a bad idea, but I don't think they should have hoped for much. And eventually, at the end of the episode, you get clothes, you could find. Stuff won't be, some stuff won't be usable, like jewelry or DVDs or something, but you need clothes. Delta has an idea. He's looking for medicine. Yeah, I mean, well, if they could do it safely, sure, why not, but... <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The amount of risk they took for just one people watching over them who wasn't even watching over them, it's just, they could have done it a lot smarter. So I would say, I think the idea was a good idea. I would have wanted to go on shore. But damn, hurry up when you're going through this stuff. Like, it's not a picnic at the beach. Like, do you know that, sh- we that did have- show, like, Supermarket Sweep? Like, rush, open, throw things up, yeah, find everything. what you're going to get. Like, don't try on clothes. And don't make jokes. Well, we did have that nice scene between time. brother and sister. when Nick and Alicia. When they were talking about his clothes for him. and And kind of how he's used to the whole zombification of the world around him. Yeah, I guess there were some some good moments. Even Nick and... Yeah. And Salazar had that moment when he was, you know, trying to look for medicine for his daughter. And he's like, yeah, that's none of that stuff's going to work. Like, you know, DEA agent over here, pharmacist over here. So basically, again, to bring it back to that, yeah. we should... They should have just acted like they were in the world that they are in. Exactly. <laughs> and been a little bit it's more desperate and... Exactly. Careful. <coughs> So that's just, that's just the three who chose to stay with the luggage. Let's go off with Black Sheep Chris over here, who's still mooning and gloom and dooming. Yeah. Who wanders farther, farther from eyesight to actually approach the wreckage of the plane. Which is crazy. This kid is killing me. So killing me. So he gets to the wreckage. You know, there's some zombies in there. Tur- turn people, turn folks. I heard a voice. Um... <laughs> He goes in there, you know, he sees a zombie. Easy for him to kind of kill it right in the head with a weapon that he's found on the... The wreckage. Yeah, like a pipe or something. Then he sees another guy who's in pretty bad shape, but he's not yet dead. Yeah, he happens to be alive. He wakes up. Still a human, still very much trapped, though. And... Trapped in his seat by his tray table that was not put up (laughs) when it was landing time. Go ahead. Yeah, eventually... The guy wakes up and asks Chris to help him, and Chris makes like one of maybe the one of the first few moves that I like about him. He well, gives him a mercy killing. He, well, first he tries to free him. So first he gets him out of the seat. Then he falls, and he notices this huge gash in his spine. That's like he's dead meat anyway. So yeah, that's basically. It was a hard decision, you know. He, now. He what? I keep saying basically now. <laughs> so. We'll, we'll get out of our system for next episode, but 
he kills the guy. Yeah, it's a mercy killing. It's a harsh mercy killing. He doesn't have something as easy as spike or gun. So it takes a few whacks to the guy's head. Oh, yeah. But kind of gruesome. Kind of brutal. But, you know, he does it. And I agree that I think that's a pivotal, pivotal scene where he might now know where his dad was coming from when he killed his mom. Say, so, you know, she was doomed. You got to do what you got to do. And she asked him. Especially, yeah, and if it's someone you love, you don't want to see them in pain or suffering. So, I think that brought something back to him to understand his, his father. Yeah, so. Alright, so. We talked about the beach a little bit. Let's go back to the boat and. Talk about what's going on over there. Yeah, so Madison. Cut to Madison confronting Strand because basically Salazar told her he has a plan. He's going to Mexico. Go ask him what's up. She goes and approaches him, asks him what's his, you know, what's his plan. He's pretty. He says we're going to Mexico, and you know, she says you're not leaving my family. It was very much a I don't trust you, you don't trust me, but we'll work together kind of thing. And that conversation. And they talk a little bit about how the space is limited. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So. And basically that they need to come to an agreement that whoever's on the boat will be safe, but stick to each other's decisions. I like how it's like back-to-back. We'll get there if we fight this back-to-back, as long as they're united. So I definitely see some kind of alliance, or at least understanding between Madison and Strand at this point. She knows they're going to Mexico. She's in favor. She believes him that there's a spot there that's safe, so she's in it. Less to be said between Madison and Travis. They are not seeing eye-to-eye. When she talks to him, he's still trying to fix the boat. Yeah. yeah. Travis seems him pretty much filler. He's just <laughs> fixing the boat. He's such a nice guy. I don't think he's going to survive. He's, he's too nice right now. Again, too giving. I wouldn't call him nice. Just more. Too naive. He's not, he's not ready for the world yet, I think. In my opinion. Yeah, and just not tough enough. Yeah. Not mean enough. <laughs> not as self-centered. As, and, as you need to be to protect your family. Exactly. You pick your group, you stick with them, and you stay true to them. So, yeah, all that went down on the boat while the rest of the groups come land. So, then did Strand make a phone call again? This one? We no, just know not, that he needs no. to get to Mexico yeah. by a certain time. Yeah. This is not the one with um, the phone call. That was last episode before that. Because he's already in line with... He already has his destination. Yeah, he already has his destination. And now everyone knows. So they know where they're headed. So, back to the beach. You know, Chris has caused drama on the plane. Salazar finally notices that one of his wards is missing. Starts to look for him. Sees a chick running down from the mountain. Telling them to go, run, leave. And then the whole horizon is filled with... Zombies, crazy walkers. Walkers, sorry. We call them zombies in this. Well, we call walkers and floaters. We call them. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're all on the beach. Salazar takes out his gun and starts trying to Why? shoot them. What? He could just walk briskly away. Walk briskly away. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> Skip away. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to waste. Maybe he just doesn't know yet. But you don't need to waste all of that ammo. Yeah, you would expect his character, the wise old guy, experienced. He knows he could just walk away from them. He shouldn't. I, I understand if it's like World War Z, 
dead, undead style and everyone's running for you, then yes, protect yourself. But they're way on the top of the hill. They're probably going to trip and roll down the mountain. I don't know. Yeah, I would expect case. that that shooting from Chris or Alicia because they panic, but Sal that's so out of character for Salazar, I thought. Agreed. So, you know, he's shooting off people. Oh, we forgot to say, Nick has found himself in a pit with a half zombie. Do you remember? Half walker. That was a crazy scene with the uh, blue crabs eating oh, yeah, his intestinal was... guts. Something we haven't seen before. They're keeping us on our toes. Quite disgusting. You know, Nick being the curious guy falls into the pit. Oh, it's crazy. Almost gets pulled and eaten or at least bitten by this guy. Which I have a major question. Why do all the zombies still have blood? Why did, have, have you asked yourself that at the season? Like, they're all running blood when... It's still... They're still kind of new. It's only been a few weeks or, or a couple months now. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like, there, where's the blood in the water from the dead dead one in the boat? Like, where's the sharks? Why is there blood everywhere? So, anyway, so... That's a cliffhanger. We don't know what happens with Nick in the pit with the crab, crab guy. Yeah, he's... Remains to be seen for until later in the episode. Yeah, so here comes all the folks. Yeah, Salazar rounds up Alicia and the new girl. Chris, Chris, Chris eventually. Comes back. They're kind of getting cornered. They're grabbing weapons and kind of fighting back. Yeah, so. Good scene. What'd you think? <laughs> What'd you go? Why was the laugh? What's the laugh? Uh, well, excuse me. You said it was a good scene. Well, uh, that's what you're laughing about. But I mean. Well, it could have been shot better, but it was cool how they got was, back into a corner somehow. It was a climax, yeah. <laughs> they had you to. Know, I'm glad that they had to fight for themselves. That was that part I was think cool. It's Alicia's first time being face to face and doing something. I mean, so many. She's so naive. Also, that's her first glimpse of. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, yeah, that was a good scene. You know, they're like you said, they're back into a corner. Oh my gosh, savior. Savior. I didn't even see him. Blood-faced Nick. I had to rewind it a few times too to see him with his white captain shirt. He's ugh, ugh. covered in walker blood. And he's swinging. Guts. Oh my gosh. I I might have rewinded it more than 10 times to see that scene because Nick, wow, first time that got some kind of feeling out of me. I mean, all these other things with him being a druggie, shirts off, you know. All these other scenes, that one when I was I when I really felt his kind of strength and like, oh, there's some manliness there. So definitely a different look for Mr. Nick. Nick. Is a hero. Saves them. Leads them out of that. Somehow leads them out of the backed into corner cliff. Yeah, somehow. Alex says they need to stop and get someone who's actually Jake that's been hiding in a raft this whole time. Still I don't know if he's been hiding, he's just been hidden. He's been injured. He can't really move. I know, but she's tucked him away somewhere. Yeah. Because she's like, we gotta grab somebody. Because now, so, the four of them are headed back. Chris, Alicia, Nick, Salazar, towing her up behind this raft with two strangers who they don't know who they are. They get back to the Abigail. You know, big. I don't want to even rehash the whole conversation. Should we keep, should we let them go? Should we let them on board? Strand is not in favor. He's looking at Madison like, dude, you better agree with me. Travis comes here with his nice attitude again and basically he says, okay, we'll tow them. We'll tow them. We'll give them water. We'll tow them. Cut yeah. to last scene. They're getting towed into the sunset. Strand runs out with a machete. Yeah. Cuts Jake and Alex loose. 
to float adrift. She looks pretty Maybe restrained. even worse position than they found them. Well, no. Obviously, they have water, have water yeah. but they're adrift again. Exactly. So. They're helpless, so. Madison was the only one that saw him. She didn't pro- She didn't audibly protest. <laughs> Strand, you can't. No, wait. She didn't move. Yeah, because of that conversation they had earlier where Strand explained the space was limited and... Yeah. And Madison was putting her family first. And he explained, like, the, the only thing to fear right now is people. So, you know, any kind of stranger, stranger danger at this point, which I completely agree with. And I'm probably jaded, but, you know, I I can't say that I blame him. We're cutting them loose. At least they have water. You could then leave with a clear conscience. So, and that's, that's... Pretty much wraps up the episode for... Ouroboros. Or, or, yeah, overall. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I think overall, what do you think of the new characters? Now that these worlds have finally merged, I mean, after I watched this episode, I went back and watched Flight 462, and she definitely knows something, so I'm pretty sure she's going to come back, even though she's away at sea, but I got to tell you, while I was watching, her attitude was pissing me off. She was just trying to get everything, and then some, she wasn't even grateful. She was kind of the same character she was on the plane. Like, pretty witchy, so... I don't know. I, well, I think her character just further advanced than the ones we've seen. But if that's the case, then why wouldn't you say something? Why wouldn't you pull a Eugene and say, I have this cure, I have the answer, I know where to go, I know what to do. Why wouldn't you make yourself useful? You're not going to get anywhere by acting like that. Well, I don't know. to be fair, I don't think she expected to be cut loose in the middle of the night <laughs> at all. I mean, well, maybe in the morning she could have explained after things calmed down. So, not too much to blame for her, in my opinion. And she's like, take care of this kid, the boy, who's all burned up, to say, you know, it's going to get better. Every day is going to feel a little bit better than this. <laughs> it was very hopeful and optimistic before she gets cut loose, so. Very interesting. Another Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that. Line. Ophelia, or Nick, got Ophelia's medicine. Ah. The whole, the whole reason they went out there, they ended up getting the medicine. What no thanks that? to, no thanks to Salazar, who no was getting the medicine. No thanks to him for anything, yeah. He's, fails as a babysitter. Fails as a chaperone in this episode. Well, he got them back, so I don't know. Overall, what'd you think? What's your one word to describe it? It's cool. <laughs> cool episode. Not, not too high or too low. It's cool. Average? Okay. Maybe. Well, because I think the Fear of the Walking Dead episodes are picking up, so it's getting more and more above average. It's yeah, cool. Really. I agree. I, I think it's. I don't mind watching it anymore so much. <laughs> I really think they're improving. I, it's so funny how every episode's like in a, like you said a new location. So it's like they're doing port of calls up and down the coast. We just stop at the ranger station and they stop at the shore with all the luggage. I think. I think I'm still. I think I'm feeling. What? what I could either go. But I could go two ways. Either I'm frustrated by the way the kids act, Chris and Alicia, or that whole scene with Bloody Face Nick. I. I don't know. I think that was like some kind of transformative experience for him. So. What's your word? What would you say? I would say um. Or rating at least. I would say give it an. How, a. how would you I would like? Give it? it a five. Yeah. An it's a. Pretty good. Um, maybe I'll bump it to a six again for Bloody Face Nick. It's pretty good. Thought it was okay. Showed us some new characters. Showed us sh- Strand's true colors. I think it was good. I think it was good for character development. 
that's pretty good. Hi, so, and then on to see what happens next for episode four. Thanks, guys, for recapping with us while we, we're continuing to run and push ourselves. We did a few miles, maybe a couple to a oh, few miles. Alright, that's it for now. <laughs> Signing off. My phone is dead. Okay. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. You we'll keep, keep running. running. <laughs> you keep running. We'll keep recapping. Bye. Bye, guys.